how you doing? I hope you're well. And welcome to the Light of Speed podcast, where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a leadership coach and social worker. I want to talk about forgiveness. I want to shed light on it because in the times that we are living in, forgiveness seems to be in a shortage. There seems to be a very limited supply, not only for our forgiveness to others, forgiveness of ourselves, or truly just embracing the forgiveness that we have received from God. So as I began this three-part series, I want to begin with our forgiveness from God, how we truly are forgiven and what does that mean? I feel like it's a good place to start because if you haven't truly embraced the forgiveness of God, it is extremely difficult to forgive others, even regardless of what your religion or spiritual state may be, you are going to find that forgiveness hits your core differently. And it is essential that you do not let unforgiveness continue to wrap itself around your heart with chains that you can no longer breathe freely, love freely, show mercy and compassion. Unforgiveness will lock you down. So that's why I've decided we're going to talk about it. Now, of course, I want to start with a story. And I have to say that when I started my spiritual journey, I was just 16 years old. And the forgiveness piece was always something that I really could not wrap my mind around. I was just like, how is it possible that this God that you all are telling me about has forgiven me for everything? And what I learned after deeper study, he didn't just forgive me for my past. He's even forgiven me for things I haven't even done yet. And that in itself, oh my gosh, when I had that revelation, that set me free completely. What makes it hard for us to truly embrace this level of forgiveness is because we keep trying to look at forgiveness through someone else's lens, whether it's a religion whether it's a particular spiritual leader or what have you, whatever it may be, there's always a barrier that keeps you from truly understanding the forgiveness of God. And my barrier was a spiritual teacher. What they continued to say to me all the time was, you got to get down on your knees and you got to ask for forgiveness and you got to ask for forgiveness. And so I found myself so fixated on my mistakes that I no longer saw what I did well or the areas that I was good at. And what I learned is that that's not what he's looking for. He's not looking for us to continuously be so focused on our sin, so focused on our mistakes, so so focused on what has been done to us or what we've done to other people. Our transgressions, as they say in the Bible, that's not his goal for us to be fixated on that. Instead, What he wants us to know is you are forgiven, so you are free to live and focus on my love. So instead of focusing on your mistakes, can we pause for a moment and realize that he loves us 
Every single one of us, whether you have taken the time to love him back or not, his love is unfailing. It's unflippable. That's what I always say. (laughs) He is the only person I know that will never flip on you. So we serve an unflippable God. And that is why I love him. And because he loves us so much, I encourage you to really take a moment and ask yourself, have I truly received the forgiveness from God? What am I being told that's keeping me? What perspective have I put in place that's holding me back from truly accepting his forgiveness? It is so close to you that you can touch it. Forgiveness is right there, a gift ready for you to receive it. But you have to decide to open it up and use it not for bad, but for good. So I just want you to take a moment and think about, have I truly accepted the forgiveness of God? Well, I'm back and I want to continue with our discussion about the forgiveness of God. First, I want to point out something. God pronounced the whole of his creation and said it was very good. He leaves the 99 sheep to go after one. He searches for the one coin when he has 99 cent already. See, the plan was always for his son to come to earth and sacrifice his life for the forgiveness of our sins. God knows that we are prone to wander and incapable of living without mistakes. Yet still he says, I who blot out your transgressions for my own sake, I will not remember your sins. Did you all hear that? He says he won't remember them. So that lets me know that every time I keep bringing it back up, It's not because he's causing me to bring it back up. I'm the one keeps bringing it back up. So it's really an issue on my end and not on his end. I often think that he's sitting there wondering, why are we still talking about this? Have you ever like had an argument with somebody and you know, you've already told them it's okay. I forgive you. We can let it go. But they keep bringing it back up. Do you know how irritating that is? Now I'm not saying that God gets irritated because he is so patient, but I can only imagine how it probably makes him feel, but because his patience always supersede his frustration, then he just kind of looks at us and smiles. But I want you to understand that God's forgiveness is a gift. All of us are worse than we think. And the thing is, is that God knows the depths of our heart. He knows our intentions, our grudges, and our hidden suppressed mistakes. And when we live by faith in the grace rooted in God's forgiveness, we are freed from the lingering, paralyzing effects, even of the shame we feel. That's what we call forgiveness. He is not only faithful to forgive us of our mistakes we see and confess, but also intentional to move our hearts to see other areas of our lives that are being sabotaged by the mistakes and keeping us from truly living in freedom. Not only does he forget them, but they cannot be lost, which means his forgiveness cannot be lost. It doesn't like go away. He doesn't say, I'm going to give it to you. No, I'm going to take it back. Once it's been done, 
it's done. So you don't even have to keep confessing the same thing over and over again, unless you're still doing the same thing over and over again. But once you've truly said, hey, I'm done with this. I see the truth about it. I see how it's hurting me. Then let's do that. Let me tell you something that I learned even at the age of 16. I was like, you know what? Okay, let me think about this. From the story, Adam and Eve, the one tree they could not have access to was the knowledge of good and evil. Hmm. And the, not, the tree they had access to was the tree of life. Now think about it. The one that he wanted to keep them away from was the knowledge of good and evil. If he wanted to keep them away from that tree, why are we now so fixated on that tree? Why are we so fixated on the knowledge of good and evil? And so I just believe that now at this point after Christ, he's really wanting us to get to a place that we don't choose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. To me, that's religion. What he's asking us to do is choose the tree of life. So what does that mean? Every single day, as I go throughout my day, whether it's something that I say or something that I'm doing, I always think about, is this from the tree of life? Or is this from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? So if I'm always focusing on what's good and what's not, I still miss life. Life is, I choose to take this path. I choose to have this relationship. I choose to do this because I choose life. So I want you to think about that. Are you choosing life? Is that your guiding post? Is that what's truly leading you? to the freedom that he came for us to have. Also, his, his forgiveness is rooted in hope and in peace. We have a hope and peace that cannot be snatched away. In him, we find the freedom to shed our mistakes and daily remember the peace and hope that keeps us working for him, for him and serving him. When we truly understand and embrace the gravity of God's grace and the selflessness of the sacrifices that have been made, that's when we experience the change. Lastly, it's our choice to accept God's gift. Remember, I said it was a gift that needed to be unwrapped because God does not force us to acknowledge or confess our mistakes, nor does he force us to believe in Christ and the life he came to give us. All he asks for us is to accept the gift. So I hope today you pause for a second and say, you know what? I am going to accept the gift because see, to me, that's the first step in forgiveness. Before we can talk about forgiving others, before we can talk about forgiving ourselves, can we begin with the forgiveness that we have received? Let me tell you how powerful this forgiveness of God is. It literally wipes your slate clean. You are justified just as if you never did anything wrong. And what I encourage you to do is think of yourself as that prodigal son. Now, if you've never heard of the story, I'm going to give you the short version. So this father had two sons. One son stayed at home. The other son said, hey, I want to use my money now. So he took the inheritance from the father while his father was still living and he went and hung out in the city, spent all of his money because he didn't know what he needed to do with it, right? And the next thing you know, he found himself in a pig's pen 
eating with the pigs. But while he was in that pig pen, he came to himself. And he said, you know what? Why am I sitting over here in this pig's pen when I know that my father has houses and land and food? So he came to himself and he decided, I'm going back to my father's house. Got close enough to the house that his father could see him afar off. His father didn't wait for him to come to him and get down on his knees and beg for forgiveness for squandering all of the money. That's not how the father responded. Instead, he ran and met his son and met him halfway. And when I see that, that is a reflection of who God is. He's not asking you to beg your way in or plead your way. He knows we've messed up. But at the end of the day, he's saying, I'll meet you halfway. So I want you to understand that every time you ask for forgiveness and every time you want to run to him, just know you don't have to run the entire way. He's always willing to meet you halfway. Why? Because he's a forgiving father. He's a loving father. And that is the God we serve. So I'm encouraging you to take some time this week while you're journaling, while you're meditating and truly sit for a second. And think about, have you truly accepted the forgiveness of God? Not through the lens of those around you, but only through the eyes of God. Well, that's all we have time for today. And we'll pick up next week on Wednesday, Wednesday with a new episode, Shedding Light on Forgiveness. So please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing on whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you, so please join and inbox me on The Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to The Light of Speed team, Captivate, and Music by Iswara by Pixabay. Until next time, keep shining. Thank you.